The following podcast on the WDKX Podcast Network is provided by Vision Automotive. Uh, every Thursday here at WDKX, we have a real uh, healthy discussion on health. It's Check Your Health, brought to you by the University of Rochester. And I have to say, you know, it's it, it, every every week we have sort of different people that come in. Sight. Yes. Someone talks about money. Dr. Uh, Cheryl McKeever comes in every Monday, learns something new about money, learns something new about the law with Al every Tuesday. Learn something about education I didn't know every Wednesday. Uh, health, though, benefits everybody. Yes. So uh, this segment has even gotten to, to me That's personally. Both of us. It's both of us. I don't want to throw you in no, it. No, throw me in there because I'm, listen, you, you're living in it. You're moving towards a healthy direction, and I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not next to you, but I'm following you, you know, so. But but the one thing I have to say, though, is is that we're trying to teach each other through learning through the University of Rochester to do this Check Your uh, Health segment. So I want to introduce Dr. Stella King. Good morning. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you so much for having us here today. And who do you have with us this morning? I have Karina Hiroshi here, who's one of our medical students from the University of Rochester. Good morning, Karina. How are you? Good, thank you. All right, so one of the things I find interesting about this is, is that when uh, you guys started coming in from U of R, I started listening to what your conversations were really about, and then I started making changes in appointments. But one of the things I've realized over the years in the Rochester area is, is not everybody has the same sort of health accessibility. Yeah. Uh, so, Dr. Sutherland King, could you tell us a little bit about this? Because there are three sort of areas people can go to if they need health care but don't have a provider. Is that true? That's true. Okay. All right. Where are they? Do you know? So if you don't have health care, you can try to go to an urgent care. Mm -hmm. You can try to go to the hospital, like the emergency department. And then sometimes you have the ability to go to just a health clinic, a public health department. These are areas where people can get health care. But one of the challenges is that oftentimes they can't be immediately, even in the emergency department where I work. Mm hmm. Uh, so one of the things that is available is, is, is it three, Karina, locations people can go to for help? Yeah, so the University of Rochester, um, in partnership with our medical school, we have three clinics um, that um, are either free or low cost, and people can go in, make an appointment, and see a doctor um, along with a team of different students, like medical students, social workers, et cetera. All right, so if you're not sure or don't have anyone to go to, you can go to one of these locations. Uh, where are they located, by the way? Yeah, so we have three locations kind of located around different areas of the city trying to, you know, make it easy for folks to get to the doctor because mm -hmm. it can be really hard to go sometimes. Um, so our first location is at... Uh, your, it's called Yorwell Asbury, and mm -hmm. it's at the Asbury First um, United Methodist Church, which is on East Avenue, um, 1040 East Avenue specifically. Okay. And then another one of our locations is called Yorwell Maplewood YMCA. So that's located in the Maplewood YMCA um, on Driving Park, 25 Driving Park Avenue, mm -hmm. right across from the Rose Garden. Oh, okay. familiar with that? Yes. Yeah, right across from there. Um, and then our last clinic is at St. Joseph's Neighborhood Center, which is on 417 South Avenue. All right, so those available locations. You did mention a website, though. There are There is a website that people can go to to try to get service and yes. an appointment. Yes, and so that website is urwell.urmc.edu. Right, uh, Dr. King, let's get into it. With these services that are available to people, if I'm coming in and I'm not feeling well or I feel that there's some sort of issue might, that might be going on and I need to come see you. Are these the locations to go to or should I, 
Would you refer them to an urgent care if it gets out of hand or an ED if it needs to be? So if it's something like a cough or a cold or an ache or a pain, these are things that we can generally handle. If mm -hmm. someone is very sick where they have a very high fever or they're short of breath, those are things that we would prefer to go to an urgent care, possibly even the emergency department, because they may need a higher level of care. So if you don't know uh, what's going on, you feel something's not right, you would go, obviously, to this service if you needed to, but you would recommend them go to uh, the ED if need be, if it's that serious. Yes, if it's serious, they should always go to that higher level. Uh, what about the, the doctors that are there? And then you said there are students there as well. So how many doctors, how many students? What's the sort of ratio there? So we have different size clinics. So St. Joe's is the oldest and most established clinic. And mm -hmm. in St. Joe's, we often have two different teams that operate. Sometimes we also have specialty nights. So typically they're going to have at least two attending physicians or board certified physicians there. In addition to the students that are part of the healthcare teams and the other sites, they may have one physician as well as the students that are part of the team. Um, I, I know full well there's a sort of a, a service that is available. Uh, is there without giving out any sort of medical information, what are some of the things that people might be coming in for? You said a cough before, mm -hmm. maybe serious respiratory issues. What about aches and pains, injuries, maybe playing a sport or, or yes. falling from someplace, uh, you know, broken something and not quite sure or strained cat. I'm not sure what it is. Is it all of those things and more? It's all of those things that you mentioned. Often people are not sure what services are offered there. So they're coming there as maybe a first stop or they've heard from someone who's come in there and we have the ability to assess and to triage them. If for some reason we couldn't provide all of the care that they need, we can help them get to that next level. You know, it's interesting. We were talking off the air a little bit about uh, recommendations after this. So it might be something that's very serious and then somebody needs to go see a specialist. What do you do with that? We have a referral system that we can tap into. Two of our clinics have social workers that are actually on site, which often can help us to co coordinate the care for these patients. And what ages are we talking about? Are we talking about just, you know, young people, kids, elderly, anybody? We don't see children and we don't see patients that are pregnant just because of some of the risks that are involved with that. Mm -hmm. But we generally see adults. So that would be 18 and above. We can see them also for things like physical. So if someone would need a physical for their job that they're hoping to get, uh, a school physical, those are things sometimes that we can also do. You know, East High School is doing a career fair. Uh, we had to talk about that coming up before the 11 o'clock hour, but if any one of those jobs does need sort of a physical and they don't have a primary care physician, they can come to this, uh, one of these three locations? Correct. All right, sounds like a plan. All right, WDKX, The Wake Up Club, 1039 WDKX, Rochester's number one station for R&B, hip-hop, and throwbacks. Nine minutes past the hour, it's 10 o'clock. want to talk about more of the services you guys provide in these three different locations. We'll go through the locations again. Who may need it? Thank you for telling us that it is the services for people who are 18 and older, 18 and older, and people who are not pregnant. Not pregnant, no kids, 18 and older. Uh, Check Your Health, a segment brought to you by the University of Rochester. Uh, Dr. King, you were just telling me, uh, Stephanie, Dr. Stephanie King, was just telling me a bit about some of the stuff that goes on. So I know full well there are a lot of people that don't want to go to the ED. Nothing against the ED, nothing against anybody, but they know it's a long wait. It's a, it's just, it, they, they, they know uh, it's certain, certain EDs, kids come first and all this other different stuff. And it's just not enough doctors. It's not enough clone Dr. Kings. We need to, <laughs> there's just not enough on hand. And I feel bad, but they, they don't want to go there. But you're telling me that if they go to any one of these services that are provided through the University of Rochester, any one of the three locations, if it's that serious, they have to go. So even if they went to urgent care, they would still have to go to the ED 
if the injury is that serious. Yes, that is true. And if the team has decided that that is what they need to do, they will contact the ED communication folks and let them know that the person is coming, whether they're coming by an ambulance or what the mechanism of transport is, so those teams can be ready for them when they get there. All right, so then once they come see you or they go to urgent care and they have to go to the ED, then comes the questions of more questions. Yes. Because that's when it's... so. And I, and I get it. I get the time you wait there and all the other stuff, but sometimes you really have to take the real medical precautions. Mm-hmm. And this isn't going to be an in and out. This is going to be where you need to stay, maybe overnight, maybe for observation, depending on your symptoms. That is correct. Oh, wow. That's that's uh, very serious. That is serious. Uh, what are the three locations, Green? I know we were, said, we were talking a bit before what's available. One, uh, obviously they're located within the Rochester area. They're close mm-hmm. to you. You are a student? Yes. So you've worked in these facilities? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, go ahead, Tate. Oh, no, no. Some folks may be curious about, like, student-run clinics. Uh, mm-hmm. Could you share us how these clinics operate? Uh, tell us more about why folks should seek medical assistance from here. Yeah, yeah. So um, our three locations, uh, three student clinics, um, the first one is at the Maplewood YMCA, so that's right across from the um, – Rose Garden on mm. Driving Park. And then we also have one at the Asbury First Methodist Church on East Avenue. And then our other one is at St. Joseph's Neighborhood Center by South Avenue. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, these are student-run clinics, which means that students from the University of Rochester Medical School, we help to run the clinics, which means that, like, when you come in, you get checked in by a medical student instead of, you know, somebody who's else who's working there at the front desk. And maybe you're going to be brought into the exam room by a medical student. So that's what that means. Um, But then we also always have a doctor from the University of Rochester, maybe more than one, um, and other people from the team who will be seeing the patient. So it's kind of like if you go to any other University of Rochester um, clinic or hospital, like you're going to see students there who are helping out. Um, but then you're also, of course, always going to see a board-certified doctor. So I'm listening right now on to the radio, or I'm listening on WDKX app, and I'm interested on in visiting um, one of these clinics. Can you give me information and more details on how I could get in contact with you? Yeah, so our website is urwell.urmc.edu, and that site is going to have all the information about all the clinics, how do you can book an appointment, um and or just walk in uh what concerns me is the denial the denial of not going to go either see you guys you guys or or anybody else going to the i just don't want people to wait you know what i mean doc you know full well that something's not right your leg is not right your head is not right your arm is not your shoulder's not right um seeking medical profession and of course the, the the concern of paying for it i understand it but that that stuff's not gonna get better. And you know, a lot of you know, a lot of people, you know, sometimes they know that there's an issue, but they don't go get help until it's almost too late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And then, of course, you know, full well, it gets worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And doesn't get better. So it's important to understand that the, these services are available. I know, you know, it must be interesting, Doc, to see all types of people within the community. Um, but when you're in there serving the community, what does that feel like to you? It feels good because you help people. And I think that most people went into healthcare because they wanted to actually help people, whether they had an experience when they were a kid or just someone in their family. And they want to actually see that they're able to lift somebody else up in a different way. Mm. Is that why you got into it? No, no. It is. I came from a family where I had physicians, but you really have to be engaged with people. 
this isn't the kind of job where you can just show up and check out. You really have to be present when you're working with patients. That's the other concern, too. I want to I want to bring up the concerns, the bedside manner, how people will feel when they walk in and all these other things. That's really important. They want to feel like they matter when they walk into any facility and look for especially care. Care is it's just important that the community understand and feel as if, OK, here's what's going on. Here's what you need. Let me communicate this to you in the proper way and that they feel welcome. You know what I mean? That they feel like as if they're in the right place talking to the right people. I got a, a, some from the front lines. Uh, can you explain the school the schooling students have to take before being eligible to treat patients at these clinics? I can take that one. No. So our medical students, so medical school is four years. And so at the end of the four years, the students, when they're preparing for residency, which is often their next step in training, have gone through not just work in clinics, but also through multiple rotations within the hospital, often in our ICUs. But they are not actually licensed. A licensed physician has to pass three different examinations, and that usually will happen after the first year of their residency program. However, these students are working with board-certified physicians who are right there with them, so we are guiding them through every step of the process. So they're not alone. They are not alone. In other words, so it's not like that Dr. Love character in Florida <laughs> who pretend to be a doctor treating people. So these, <laughs> okay, okay. I just, <laughs> all right, just wanted, just wanted to make that clear. Do you guys get angry with that when somebody portrays to be a doctor and they're not a doctor? Especially like, you know, no, I'm dead serious. Mm -hmm. People do it on social media all the time and you're just like, my goodness, I got to unravel whatever this individual told this person the way medicine is supposed to work. That's got to be frustrating. It's interesting. <laughs> AKA, it's frustrating. No, but it, it, people do come in with their misconceptions and their information. Because Google, Google can be helpful and destructive at the, same B, at the same time. 1039 WDKX, the Wake Up Club, Rochester's number one station for R&B, hip-hop, and throwbacks. 21 minutes past the hour. People just think we just joke around and have fun all day. No. They, we we get we get uh, uh, misrepresented all the time. Yeah, this, this, these, this, you know, we have a doctor in studio, so this is the perfect time to get, get all the questions out to ask the doctor. Get from a professional, and again, like you said, not from Google. No. We are 1039 WDKX, Rochester's number one station for R&B, hip-hop, and throwbacks. I want to thank University of Rochester for Check Your Health segment this morning. A bit of information. So I, it's so interesting, Dr. Uh, um, Dr. King is here to talk a little bit about it. First of all, Karina, can you go through the locations that are free to the community, 18 and older, uh, for where these work, uh, these uh, clinics are for people to get help? Yes, of course. So our first two free clinics mm -hmm. are URL Maplewood YMCA. Okay. That is at the Maplewood YMCA across from the Rose Garden mm -hmm. on 25 Driving Park. And then we also have URL Asbury, which is on East Avenue, 1040 East Avenue, in the Asbury First United Methodist Church Community Center. Um those two clinics are both completely free. You can walk in or you can make an appointment on urwell.urmc.edu. And then we also have another clinic um, called St. Joseph's Neighborhood Center, URWell, and that's at 417 South Avenue. Okay. That one you have to make an appointment, um, but also you can find information about how to do that on our website, urwell.urmc.edu urmc.edu. All right. Uh, we'll put that on on the podcast as well for people to know. Now, I, I, I wanted to get in one last segment in, Dr. King, on you. And you mentioned something off air I thought was very interesting. The fact that there might be somebody dealing with something and a symptom, but not sharing it with the doctor. So you're telling me not saying certain things. I have a headache or not being dizzy or there's, I'm missing 
a symptom or not saying anything out of embarrassment or for whatever reason could actually help you feel, figure out what's wrong with them. Yes, because when patients come in and they begin to give us their information, their history, it's like putting together a story. And so we are looking for different things that they're saying to help us narrow down on what could be the cause of their problem. And so sometimes people, as you said, may feel embarrassed or they think it's silly, yeah. so they don't mention it. But yet sometimes those pieces are actually the most important thing in us being able to help them to get to a diagnosis. And, and I take you know, you're, you're, you've, you're a doctor. You've been a doctor for many years and you've heard everything. So there's really nothing that's going to have you like, are you serious? Unless it's, you know, something that you can help them prevent in the future. But for the most part, you've pretty much heard everything. I've heard a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but that one key piece of information might be able to help them figure out, okay, you're not in this category, you're in another category, and you need these services. Yes, because on the end of the day, we want to make sure that you're getting what you need. So if that extra information about you being dizzy or having chest pains at night that you never told anybody, we want to know that because we need to move forward with that treatment plan. All right, so if somebody says to you, uh, if, if you're asking a question, hey, have you been, quote, let's just say sexually active, or have you smoked this, or have you done that, they don't want to say that they have, and they don't, but that could put them in another category for symptoms or something that they don't really have, and it would be misdiagnosed based on the information that you have. Yes, or not diagnosed as quickly. Oh, wow. Oh, man, that's interesting. All right, uh, for those of you who want to know about the services, I want to make sure that it is clear. Uh, no one under the age of 18, and uh, so no children and no one who is pregnant, they need specific doctors. So I just want to make sure, you know, somebody might say, hey, I need... A medical exam for my son. Da, 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 da. No, that, that's that's not what these services are for. These are for individuals who are uh, maybe hurt, injured, feeling not feeling great, and just need services but don't have sort of health insurance or don't want to go to the ED but need to be told they need to go to the ED. <laughs> Either way, uh, but good. I want to thank you both for stopping by. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having us. Uh, thank you for what you're doing. Uh, I appreciate. The, I know a lot of doctors volunteer for this. Uh, and I know you're one of them, and I appreciate you doing that. I, I, they really sincerely, uh, them going in, seeing a doctor, um, uh, you know, and seeing you makes them feel a little bit better that they're going to be heard and seen. And that's what really people want. They want to be heard and seen. We are 1039 WDKX, and you're listening to the extended podcast of Check Your Health, brought to you by the University of Rochester. So what are some of the common things that people come into the clinics to get treated for? So uh, patients come in for a variety of problems, whether it's things like uh, rashes, back pain, headaches, uh, joint issues, injuries, uh, not having ability to sleep at night. So we see a wide variety of concerns or complaints. So I know there's different resources with clinics. Some you have to pay for, some are free. But can you talk about some of the services that are available for people in the Rochester area? So um, I'll talk about our first uh, the two free clinics. Um, so the first one is You Are Well Maplewood YMCA. That's the one that is at the Maplewood YMCA across from the Rose Garden on 25 Driving Park Avenue. Um, and then the other free clinic is You Are Well Asbury. That is at the Asbury First United Methodist Church on East Avenue, so 1040 East Avenue. So those two clinics are completely free and patients can book an appointment online or they can walk in um, and they're never going to be asked for their insurance or anything. So you can just walk in, get care there. Our other location, You Are Well St. Joseph's Neighborhood Center, is our oldest clinic um, and the most established clinic, and um, that is on 417 South Avenue. So that one um, is not free, but it's low cost. And so the way that that one works is that um, 
There's a team at St. Joseph's Neighborhood Center who um, basically meet with potential patients, um, and then based on their income, they can get essentially enrolled at St. Joseph's, and um, the cost that they pay is going to be dependent on how much money that they make, um, and that can range anywhere from like five dollars maybe to um, you know fifty dollars. It really depends on what income level you are, um, but you also have to not have insurance in order to be eligible to go to St. Joseph's. I know there are social workers that are at the sites. Uh, can you give some information on some of the services they provide? So the social workers usually can help to tease out other things that sometimes we may not spend quite as much time with because some patients have issues with things like uh, housing insecurity. They may have problems paying for medications like for their blood pressure or their diabetes. And so they can help connect them with other services that may help them to be able to do some of the treatment plans that we're recommending. Well, thank you for coming to WDKX and giving some of this information out to the community. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this podcast on the WDKX Podcast Network. Provided by Vision Automotive.